Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians discuss incredibly normy things. With me, as always, is my co-host, Arantia. Welcome to Gay Pride Month. It is Gay Pride Month. Welcome. It is now illegal to be straight until June 3rd, until July 1st, in which case it will become my birthday month. So then you all have to wish me a happy birthday every day. But no, this is Gay Pride Month. Uh, happy Gay Pride Month to all the L's, the B's, the G's, the T's, and of course you filthy fucking degenerate Q's. <laughs> to celebrate today, those of you that are tuning into the live stream, patreon.com slash serious, you can get the live stream for just $15 a month. I am dressed as the gayest anime character ever to anime. Uh, Nico from Love Live. They are all lesbians. I too am a lesbian. I, I am not wearing the shirt, though, that is supposed to be under it. Please pretend I have a shirt on. I don't like the spin you're putting. You're putting a little bit of edge on the word gay that I'm not super into. Well, you're welcome for not saying the word queer. <laughs> that actually... That word is to- that word's allowed right now. Yes, not it is. saying You're that right. word is offensive. I was gonna I was gonna open with Happy Queer Month to all the fucking queers. Okay, now that would <laughs> be I can I've got this look. I've got a, I've got like a little bird in my head that tells me when people are being homophobic. And by the way, that bird is always talking. Well, um, First of all, first of all, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with inflections because uh, you're Chinese and I'm Japanese and Japanese isn't one of those languages where the way you pronounce the word changes its meaning. So it's pretty fucking racist of you. Uh, once again, China fucking with every other Asian country in the North Pacific. <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you the power of inflection to instantly turn something problematic. Okay, I'm ready. Um, oh, there's a new Jewish kid in my class. Oh, no. <laughs> Of course you had to pick this one. This is not the power of inflection. This is just, oh, it's really, oh. really easy to make a slur about Jewish people. Oh, oh, so I'm guessing I don't have to say the second part of uh, of this. Uh, all right, good. Now I don't have to. So you agree that inflection matters? No, I don't. I just think you picked the easiest go through jumping example. Why don't you do it with a word yes, that's not ima- usually considered a slur? How about bread? I, yes. I can't imagine anything easier than being Jewish. You're, yes, you're absolutely right. It's the easiest thing, and it's always been the easiest. All right. You're well, really all right, taking a lot of attention from our queer listeners, and it's really fucking inappropriate. Gay Pride Month, and Asterios uh, wants to throw his cis straightness, cis, you know what I'm going to say? It's cis white straight privilege around and wave his big cis white dog in the face of all our LGBT and queer listeners. It's fucked up. Do you, wait. <laughs> Wait, no. Do you really think I'm white? Yes. What the fuck? That's so nice. No, that's really nice. Thank Asterios, you. Asterios, you once got denied a scholarship for being too. You applied for a minority scholarship and you got there. And they were like, hey, here's the door. Okay, that did happen. And by the way, that didn't happen when I was in college. That happened uh, about a year ago. Yeah. I applied for a, I applied for a minority uh, improv school scholarship. Because I want a free improv class. And they were like, uh, you're not what we meant by minority. Thank you. <laughs> the one drop it's, rule does not apply here. <laughs> it's weird because 
I'm up. This is the problem with being mixed race. No, but everybody thinks you're something different. I've had, I've had uh, uh, Caucasian friends tell me that like I'm not quote white white. I remember one time I had a friend tell me, "Let's just say if Hitler walked in the door right now, you wouldn't be walking out." Wait, That's kind Hitler of how I've always. Wait, huh? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Hitler did not hate Asians. <laughs> I look, I don't know. I don't know what I am. It's just some people say I'm this and some people say I'm that. I've always just thought of myself as a stereo. You think about it. I think you're pretty damn safe if Hitler's in the room. <laughs> like, just say you're Japanese. I that was one of their biggest allies. What are you talking about? I don't know. I did, This is just what happens to me. Some people say I'm white and some people say I'm not. I don't know who to believe. Well, let me tell you, if you told Hitler you were gay, though, that would not be okay. That would have worked if you're gay, but you're not. You're a cis male. <laughs> the big okay, cis dog. One more, okay, one more time, we're going we're gonna to go right back to the inflection well. Okay. <laughs> happy Gay Pride Month. Happy Gay Pride Month. Hey, yeah, happy gay. Okay, now, now, happy Gay Pride Month. <laughs> It's Gay Pride Month. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds like you're a very supportive ally. Just like me. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I have to say, I did like the second read a lot better. It was a lot It was a lot stronger. It kind of sounded like Optimus Prime was wishing you a happy, happy Gay Pride Month That's to awesome. all we Autobots. That's awesome. We need robots that transform into queers. Well, I mean, they're the ult—I mean, they're the ultimate transformers. Think about that. It's interesting Happy to gay. me. Oh wait, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I don't know what were you going to say. It's very interesting to me that you're fine with the switch from queer being bad to not bad, but you're not okay with the word black going from bad to not bad. Look. Let's let's dig a little deeper into this. This is what I mean let's, by we don't oh, need fine, this show fine. really closely planned because this is much funnier than anything I was going to talk fine, about. Fine, fine, fine. Let's look, look. Let's dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. Yeah. Okay. I prefer to use the phrase African American gentleman. That's just like like you know uh, if some if a cop asked me you know hey did you see the race of the person who was robbed. Did you see the race of the person who was the victim of the crime? <laughs> who did you see the race of the person that was Did you see the race of the person that was robbed by a white guy, by the white man? <laughs> did I'd you be see like, the yes, race of the person that- who was watering his flowers out in front of his apartment building when he was randomly stabbed yes, to death? I would say, yes, I would say, yes, that poor, innocent, hardworking African-American gentleman <laughs> was robbed by that despicable, disgusting white, white guy. <laughs> by the white devil himself. <laughs> now, now, I wouldn't say, yes, there was a poor, innocent black guy who got robbed. Like, ah, just, uh, just doesn't feel right in my throat. How about you? No, I, I, okay, first of all, black is the preferred terminology now. I know that you're not up with this, but it's, it's very weird to me. It is very weird to me that someone who grew up when queer was not a word you were allowed to say at all is fine with switching over to that, but you can't make the transition in your brain from African-American to black. You realize not all black people are from Africa, right? 
I do realize that. I do. Yes, I absolutely realize that. But here's what I'll say. Like, uh, I feel, I feel like everything now is a zero sum game. It is not how do you win. It's how little can you lose. And so if I say African-American in front of somebody who would prefer I use the word black, I feel like then, you know, that's okay. They can tell me and I'll use whatever word they want around them. But if I use the word black around someone who would prefer I'd say African-American, now I'm in jail. Now I'm in liberal jail. <laughs> Not Ariana because they Huffington stabbed you, though. Not because they attacked you. What were you... <laughs> Because, very clear, not because you were attacked. You were uh, attacked by another white person in the room. Uh, hold, hold on for one second. This is, um, hey, uh, live chat? Hey, live live chat audience? Uh, how terrible is this connection? Is it bad on my end? I can hear you fine. It's okay. I'll take, keep everybody entertained. Do you guys like my outfit? Do I look fat? Oh wow! Look at the, look at those deodorant stains too. That's not going to be good. I should go put the shirt on if he has to restart the round. <laughs> My name's Saranch, and I'm here to say I'm cosplaying in a major way. <laughs> I guess I'll play some Pokemon Go now too. I went out this morning, but I didn't see anything worth. You ever you ever go out and it's like there's no Pokemon out there that are worth. <laughs> you look ready to kill heteronormativity this month. Yeah. I am the best ally. <laughs> I'm the only one you need. Because remember, being straight is not okay this month. And if I catch you, I will call the cops and I will report you to the nearest police station. Tell me who your favorite historical queer is. <laughs> Mine is Anne it's Harvey. It's, Har- it's Harvey Milk. It's Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk? Why? Yeah. <laughs> because cause he fought to make... San Francisco gay rights uh, inherent to the town charter and city laws of San Francisco. And now it's all gay people in San Francisco. <laughs> That's true. Look it up. You're not allowed yeah. to be straight in San Francisco. Okay, I don't know about that last part. You must yes, at least yeah. be a Q. You don't even ha- you don't have to be a full on B, but you at least do have to be a Q. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. San Francisco is San Francisco is known. <laughs> it's legendary for its pride. Again. There's a tone you have. Pride, 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 pride. What, you want me to slow my pride down? You want me to be pride? You, I bet I bet you you don't care what adults do as long as they don't shove it in your face. Well, I am shoving my pride in your face. Okay. This is hard. This is... You have made this hard <laughs> to argue mindset. with. <laughs> so that's called getting gorilla-minded. You just got, you just got gorilla-minded. Okay, this is... <laughs> we were still recording. Yes, no, no, no. Trust me. Unfortunately, all of what we're saying right now will be in the show. Yeet. But wow, Sarah just really given me some kind of Kobayashi Maru of of internet edgelord homophobia, where I know she's being an internet edgelord, but I can't prove it. I can't get her dead to rights. It's because gay people like me are. You are not gay. <laughs> You're not. You've specifically told me, quote, Sriracha is straight, I guarantee. I I do guarantee, but not on Gay Pride Month because it is legal to be straight during Gay Pride Month. So okay, I, just, I am. Just, 
I just yelled so loud I, I woke up my father. Are you happy now? Lesbian. You see what, do you see what your homophobia is doing to my family? It is ripping us apart. Uh, it is ripping us apart. Gay people can't be homophobic. <laughs> now Sarah is making a bunch of, hand, of victory hand signals. <laughs> oh, this I look out- much fatter when I do that. Not going to do this, that again. <laughs> this outfit she's wearing is some... So I didn't... I swear to God. How the hell do you know somebody for four years and not know that they have a complete sailor's outfit that they can pull out at any point at any time? Oh, this is the, 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 <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna shoot your pants when you find out this is my isn't my only one either. How you know we have never <gasps> talked about this? I love cosplay, but I can't do it because I'm fat and I my face is a square. <laughs> You are My, not fat. I got a big fucking face. schnoz. You do not have a big schnoz. Your face is not fat. You 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 do not have a square face or a fat body. It's weird. It's like there's a whole class of high school bullies in your head, and only you can hear them, and they're telling you things that are provably untrue. This is why negging never worked on me. Like you cannot neg me because I because what's going on up here is so much worse than anything you can make up as an outsider. Okay, okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and neg you right now, okay, and uh, and we'll see if it works. Uh, hey, uh, uh, nice, uh, nice uh, sailor outfit there. Uh, you know, Comic Con isn't until July, right? And in my head, what's going on is fat, fat. Take it off, you fat piece of shit. Put your sweatshirt on. Don't subject your viewers to this. That's against Patreon's terms of service to watch them fuck a pig on YouTube. Wow, Nagin you really like, does it. You look like one of those hams that they tie up before they put in the oven. Your fat is just overflowing out of these sleeves. You fat, disgusting pig. Okay, so if a guy nags you, and then in your head you're screaming that terrible stuff, I mean, are, are, are you guys, like, married then? Like, is, is it the negging doesn't work because you agree, and then you're like, that was mean, I'm leaving? Or does negging work so well that you, like, march right down to the altar? No, the point with, of negging, both incorrect for different reasons. The point of negging is to kind of, like... <laughs> throw you off your self-esteem you know like girls are used to people coming up to them and saying oh you're so beautiful you're so hot you look fantastic but when you go up and you're like hey nice dress that would look really good on somebody with a smaller nose (laughs) then the point is to be like oh wow this is different i'm thrown off now i want to impress this guy i want everybody else thinks i'm hot why doesn't he think i'm hot that's the point of negging, which doesn't work when you know that you're a disgusting troll who belongs under a bridge. Jesus Christ. Sir. Well, Sriracha, our, our chat disagrees with you. Uh, uh, Von Bolt says you don't look fat. You look ready to kill heteronormativity and this I month. Will. <laughs> um, We're going to dab on all the straights together. Ready, guys? One, two, three. Queer pride. <laughs> It's the little laugh you put in after the phrase queer pride that makes me think that, again, it's like if 4chan just printed out a person. I mean, literally, especially today, because you are cosplaying as an anime character. Um, Can you please tell me about more of the cosplay outfits you have? I did not know you. I did not know you were this deep into cosplay. I should bring him up. 
I have this. I have a, a this character, but school uniform version of this. I have a made outfit from, you remember Tokyo Mew Mew? It was called Mew Mew Power when it was on in the United States. Okay, just, just. do you think I remember Tokyo Mew Mew? I don't know. It was on in the early 2000s. I feel like you might have caught it or something. Even it was on was American in, television. When I was in college, was I watching Tokyo Mew Mew? Yeah. No, I was not watching Tokyo. Although, I did watch, an, me and my friends did watch an unusual amount of The Sweet Life with Zack and Cody. Tell me more. Oh, dude, that show is so good. Can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah. I, we just really, really liked it. We would all get together in one of our dorm rooms and they would do a thing where they'd be like, and now it's four hours of Zach and Cody. And we would get high and we would eat <laughs> snacks that we stole from the dining hall. And we would just watch like the simple. I think the thing we liked about it was that it was like so basic and simple. It's just like Mr. Mosby is pissed. That's exactly what I like about the Big Bang Theory and about um, what you call it, two broke girls. It is just so stupidly simple and easy to follow, and the problems are never permanent. Like everything is wrapped up in a quick thirty minutes and returned to the status quo. It's great. I don't know why everybody always shit talks sitcoms. I guess because I'm an adult, that's a show for children. But no. I no, I mean, I feel the exact same way. Like everyone's like, "Oh, these sitcoms are so dumb." And it's like, "Yes, they are. That's the point of them." They're like uh I remember a long time ago in like a sitcom writing class, we were specifically told try to write something that requires absolutely nobody having to look at the TV. Because like like when you write a sitcom, write it as if it were a radio show because people just like having sitcoms on in the background while they're doing their taxes or whatever. Like like a sitcom should not demand your attention. Can we try this exercise right now? Sure. Okay, okay. ready? <clears throat> I'll start and then let's pass it back and forth. Okay. Oh, oh yes, my Bamazon.com package is finally here. What did you order? A new personality? Ah, close, because it's Gay Pride Month. I ordered this giant six-foot-long double-ended rubber dildo. Happy Pride Month, everyone. (laughs) What do you say we take this into the bedroom and give it a shot? Okay, I get home. My parents are, like, right in the next room, (laughs) so I guess that will turn me into the straight... I guess I'd go, I'd go, Sriracha, you know, those kinds of things aren't just for those kind of people. They're for everybody now. Everybody? <laughs> Not according to my Catholic priest. <laughs> okay, there's, unfortunately, there's really... <laughs> yeah, no, there's I, no out here. Great I, no, scene. I, and no, no. scene. <laughs> I, I'm hearing the, the shuffling of my dad's footsteps in, in, in slippers. So I can't sit. Imagine I made a, a joke about a pet, pedophile priests. Just okay. real quick. Okay. okay. Can you can you wait? Can you just do both parts of this real quick, and I'll just watch. I'm, I would join you if I could, but this is. Let's keep uh, talking you, about love life. Can you see how red? Can you see how red my face is turning? No, I do. What is going on? Are you going to have an aneurysm? I'm terribly, terribly nervous about the things I'm saying around my dear sweet parents, whom I love so much. 
Oh my God, they worked so hard to come to America. <laughs> so they're idiots. I can talk I'm pretty sure one of my grandparents was in like some war or something, and now I'm dressed up like an anime character on the internet. <laughs> this is what I do for money. Oh yeah, you fix uh, cars. Uh, I, I dress up like a Japanese cartoon character on the internet. <laughs> no, I mean my dad. Can you hear me? Barely a stereos. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, my dad was literally born in in a cave because his town had, was evacuating. They had to outrun the Nazis. So, like my my pregnant grandma had to like. They had like five minutes to evacuate their town, and my dad was born in a cave, and we don't honestly know what his birthday is because, you know, there wasn't like a, 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 a birth registry in the caves when they were outrunning the Nazis. And uh, now and now I'm talking about uh, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Well, that's a big yikes for me, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Um, Von Bolt wrote in the chat, Dylan Sprouse has a metery. What? Where? That we can visit in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn that we can visit in Brooklyn. Can we is, go? Is Dylan Jughead or is Cole Jughead? I want to say Dylan is Jughead, but I do not remember. Wait, no, no, it's Cole. It's Cole. I, I could okay. be wrong, though. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine being the Sprouse twin that was not Jughead? It's what like, is the other one doing me? now? I, I, I'll tell you what the other one is doing. Hoping that they have to write a plot line where Jughead murders someone, goes to jail, said I didn't do it. Turns out it's his long lost twin brother, Lughead. Oh my that, God. The same thing happened with Tia and Tamara Maori from Sister Sister. One of the Maori sisters is the mom on Blackish, and the other one. Is hoping they'll write an episode where, like, the husband is so harassed, there's two of his wives now nagging him what to do. Which one of the Maori sisters is the one that is married to a white guy and cannot shut the fuck up about it? Wait, I'm sorry. Can you please Google this and (laughs) tell me everything about about, Can you tell me everything about this? If I Google something, my computer will literally explode. I will look it up (laughs) in a minute, but let me tell you what I think I know about it first. So either Tia or Tamara Maori married a white guy and is now. This champion of interracial relationships. Like every time they interview is like, oh, so how is your acting career going? You know, it's going great. And I have the support of my beautiful Caucasian, <laughs> my beautiful Germanic Prince White husband. Holy goddamn moly. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say. I don't know if there's, like, a humongous stigma around marrying white dudes that we need to, like, chip away at in the culture. Like, um, I read a long time ago that the, that, like, the the sex and race pairings that, that have, that report, like, the hardest time finding a long-term partner are Asian men and African-American women. White yeah, guys were at the, white guys were at the top of the list. They were doing great. <laughs> As the, I think it goes white guys, Asian women, white women, black men, and then Asian men and black women. Isn't that right? I don't know where it's, a man it, explained this. It's it's that is. I love how we're both referencing an article we read a long time ago that neither of us have in front of us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, this is fine, no. right? We're just guessing. But no, 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 that is correct. I did. That is absolutely correct. Yes, that's absolutely correct. 
Okay, well, as long as we get it right, that it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Come on, we're fine. Um, yeah. All right. So just back to sitcoms, specifically with the Big Bang Theory, which even though it is over, we are still watching and we are still having a good time. Something I wanted to talk about. We were both pretty disappointed in the Big Bang Theory series finale, Oh, right? God, did we not talk about this in the last episode? No, we ran out of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that sucked. The, the finale fucking blew, man. It was so bad. I heard that, like, the Big Bang Theory Reddit that you frequent, what, what is it called, like, R. Sheldon's Spot? Like, does the Reddit have, like, fun name? I wish it did. Unfortunately, it's just r slash TBBT. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, well, here's what we have to do. We have to open up a new Reddit called r slash Sheldon Spot, and then anytime somebody joins, we have to tell them, you're in my spot. And it's and all just hardcore porn of Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay, I'm, I mean, there has to be some reason to visit. <laughs> Wait a minute, have you, okay, there's only so much I can say, because again, my, my parents are right here. Have you ever seen one of those versions of the Big Bang Theory? Uh, do you, are you talking about, you could say A or B, A, porn parody video, yes, or a, B, a, like, a, 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 things a, a, people a. have drawn, or a, a, well, oh god, wait, have you seen either? Both, actually. <laughs> okay, Sriracha, <laughs> yeah. can you please tell me about all the things in both A and B, please, um, that you've seen? I don't like porno parody videos because they give so few shits about making the actors sort of look like the characters they're supposed to be playing it's not immersive whatsoever it's always just a a rando mccraigslist wearing an awful blonde wig (laughs) pretending (laughs) to be penny it's never good it it is uh, it is always bad it is never good the the 30 rock one was pretty good like the Thirty Rock one was actually so good that 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 the people from Thirty Rock cast the Thirty Rock a- actors in yeah. an episode of Thirty Rock for what? Um, because Tracy Morgan was making one of those movies about oh their lives, and so they got the real. Um, I think the Sarah Palin one was a dead ringer. The Sarah Palin one was pretty good. I'll give you that one. Can you tell me anything about the plot of TBBT Choice A? I don't remember. I'm sorry. It was a long time ago. It was one of those things I looked up in college just because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> okay. Well, let's try to come up with the plot real quick and okay. w- with me not really being able to use certain words. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be very descriptive y- and good. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to fill in the blanks for the listeners. Um, oh, actually, unironically, good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So... Penny is in Sheldon's spot. Penny and Shel- Leonard are eating Chinese food. Wait, wait, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish this. Let me okay. finish this one. All right, Penny is in Sheldon's spot. Sheldon goes, "Get out of my spot." Sheldon is Penny is very tired of hearing Sheldon say, "Get out of my spot." So Penny starts um, uh, doing some things in Sheldon's spot, and is like, "Huh, you like this?" He's what if I did this in your spot? Masturbation. M a s t u r b a t i o n. Masturbation. Yes, exactly. And Ding. then, and then, and then he's like, "I, I hate everything I'm seeing." And she's like, "Well, what if we, what if we were in your spot together?" I like huh? that. I think that's a good one. That was better than All what right. I had. That is really right, good. 
All right, but then what? Then what would happen? Now, now say, now say what would happen in the but, spot. Okay, so they're they're fucking, they're fucking, and then Leonard comes in, and Penny is having a great time, and she is sitting on Sheldon's lap, and Leonard's like, "What? I'm getting cucked by Sheldon." Obviously, laugh tracks just <laughs> thrown in there like fucking sprinkles on a birthday cake. Perfect. And Leonard walks in, and Leonard is like, "What?" Penny's a fucking Sheldon in his spot. And uh, Sheldon is like, yeah, so she picked me as the alpha male because I have a bigger penis, penile organ than you. And Leonard is like, that's bullshit. So then he gets out his dick. And now it's like a, it's like a MMF thing. Okay. All right. That's perfect. I'm going to say this though. How about, how about this as well? Leonard walks in and is like, what? And Sheldon goes, well, if you refer to section five, subsection three of the roommate agreement, it clearly states that this is acceptable behavior. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. I love that. Huh? I love that. He's, uh, well, one of us has to have coitus with, <laughs> I don't know, make it up. So then there's another, there's like a thing. Oh, no, that wait, they wait, do. wait, wait, we have to, we have to wrap that scene up before we do one of those. Oh, okay. So, so let's just say. At the end of it, um, at the end of it, everybody's tired, and then Sheldon goes, "Penny, you're still in my spot." Yes, and then the laugh track plays. Laugh track, and then, and then you know you see the molecules. Right, and so then we see we see Bernadette in her office, and her bitch cuck husband Howard is coming in to bring her her lunch, and she is looking at porn on her computer, and she starts jerking off. And Howard is like, oh, God, Bernadette, here, I just brought you your lunch. And she's like, oh, why don't you sit down and wall? I'll, I'll, I'll bring you a bring, I'll br- bring, bring you a nice brisket. And <laughs> it's like a femdom thing. Okay. I imagine there's a foot job here, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. I like this pairing. I'm going to. I'm gonna, if you mind, if you don't mind, I'm gonna repitch this. Let's say Howard and Bernadette. It's like their their third date, and they are at Howard's house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they have to be quiet because, much like I am right now, they have to be careful because their mother is listening. Gross. <laughs> and so that creates this whole thing where, like, maybe Bernadette is being very loud. Okay. Take it. Yeah. Sriracha. I mean, that might be fun, and then he'd be like, "I'm gonna have to." I, I don't like thinking about Howard having sex. How can we incorporate Raj somewhere? Okay, I think Raj. I okay. I think this happens. Um, my Bialik's character gets into a fight with Sheldon over what's better, Star Trek or Star Wars? Because I think that is the kind of very facile plot that would exist both in the version of this we're talking about and in the real show. Yeah, no. I I mean, I don't... If I want to be real nitpicky about this character, uh, I don't think Amy likes sci-fi shit. So I don't, I don't know how she would be in an argument over that. But maybe, like, she calls Star Trek stupid. Like, they're watching an episode, and she says, I just don't understand why Kirk can't feel emotions. And she's like, it's dumb. And then she storms out. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. I like that. Uh, Amy, what about this? Amy is not enjoying Star Trek enthusiastically enough for Shelton. I like that a lot better. 
Yeah, yeah. And then so 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 Sheldon storms out, and so Amy shows up at Raj's place drunk, and is like, and is like, I'm. I want to talk. I want to talk to you about your friend Sheldon. He's such a, a, a jerk. And then Raj is like, "Yeah, he's a real wiener." And she's like, "Yeah, he stinks." And then Sriracha. There's got to be some kind of race joke in there because there would be in the real show. Like then they start making out, and he's like, "I'm about to mix my curry in your <laughs> what is a white food unseasoned." Grilled chicken. Wonder Bread? I'm going to splash. <laughs> I like, like that a lot. Splash actually. my curry all in your yogurt. Okay. No. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm about to gentrify this see. pussy. Wait, no. It doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. No. It, no. But the thing is, they never make sense on the show either, so that's great. It's just a bunch of references, man. Um. Okay. All right, so 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 we've got all right, so we've got Wallowitz, we've got Raj, we've got. I mean, that's that's the entire cat. Okay, now I think um, I think it has to end with. Let's say they are all watching. They're waiting for Star Wars. No, what are they waiting? They're waiting for something on TV. Um, uh, Battle Star the National Galactic. Oh, I was going to say the National Spelling Bee. Okay, yeah, works. Okay. Okay, Sheldon. Sheldon's really excited for them to all watch the National Spelling Bee because he always wanted to be in it as a kid, but he was too smart to be led into the contest. And they order a bunch of food, and the food starts getting everywhere, and everyone got to keep going. If there's, are there chopsticks involved? Yes, big time. <laughs> so I feel like we could really do so. This would be a good place for the feet thing. Oh yes, yes. Okay, keep going, keep going. Because now, now I cannot say things. It's Chinese food, but there's a big. There's more sweet and sour sauce that makes that makes sense. And I imagine they could like drizzle it all. <laughs> Pan it. Ew, that sounds awful. It sounds like a Garrett surefire way to get a yeast infection. Yeah, but but you know what? They knew the job was dangerous when they took it. That's you know? true. You know what? I don't go to work all day and complain about ad- the uh, about having to make advertising. And Penny and Bernadette and Amy are all queers. <laughs> Start licking each other, putting their fingers where they don't belong, <laughs> giving each other UTI. And then the next scene, you do the <sighs> after this whole scene has concluded, and then they're all sitting together. They all have urinary tract infections. <laughs> and then Sheldon goes. You know, you know the phrase urinary tract infection actually comes from the ancient Euripidans uh, in the year uh, 7 BC. And everyone goes like, Sheldon. And then Penny's like, boy, well, I wish I came at all. <laughs> and it goes, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> the credits. No, no. Here's where it goes. It goes, bing, bing, bonk, boom, bong. Burn <laughs> okay now before we go to our first break sriracha unfortunately i'm going to do the classic improv move of quote pimping you out oh god okay 
Sriracha, can you sing the Big Bang Theory song, but rewritten to have lyrics about the current subject matter? Do you guys see what he's doing? Do you see what he does? This is his podcast, and he comes and he's like, Hey, Sriracha, can you make this very specific joke that I'm not giving you any time to think of material for, and uh, I'm not going to help you at all with it, because I'm in my pants. I'm in my pants. I could do it right now, but, you know, I'm in my parents. So can you just, uh, uh, off the cuff, riff i'm sorry what was your request sir okay i'll do it but i have to whisper no 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 i i want to tell me tell me what you just told me to do and i'll do it oh oh no no you mean hand you a brilliant comedic premise you mean hand an amazing comedic premise that would be a surefire way to end this segment to a talented performer who i know can handle it no 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 you're right that's the last thing you'd want your comedy partner to do okay set something up so you can knock it down okay i'll do it how about this i'll give you one and you give me one (laughs) okay fine just make it so that i can't say just make it Mom and dad friendly. Okay. I want you to sing a song about Sheldon and Leonard and how they're gay. And it gets to the Big Bang Theory. And it's about Pride Month, too. Okay. I don't think you know my parents. I, that's not very friendly. Our whole universe is a homosexual. <laughs> and nearly 14,000 years ago, as soon as we got genitals, we started putting them in members of the same <laughs> Happy Gay Pride Month, everybody. Okay. It's, it's, all right. My big tight hole needs a big hard cock. <laughs> Maybe two or three. Someone clip that. God damn it! All right, okay, we will be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah, see, it's not that difficult. <sighs> Welcome back to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet, except when you are at your parents' house and you have to whisper things. And it's also um, queer. Okay, look, can we just leave all of that back in the first segment, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting done with it. I think I'm done with it. Yeah, okay, I, I, yeah I could tell that you were... I'm glad that the reason you're stopping isn't because it's terrible, but rather because you're getting bored of your own joke. <laughs> um, but speaking of something that people never seem to get bored of... um. We are recording this on Saturday, June 1st, on Monday, June 3rd, and you'll be hearing this after that. Monday, June 3rd is looking like it may finally be the day of the Battle of Sanctions. Or we might get there and nothing will happen again. Yes, exactly. Um, This has now been like, it's been rescheduled twice for reasons that are never made explicitly clear to me, but I'm always told there's nothing I can do about. Like, I don't know if it's the court's fault or if it's Landau or Maddox or whoever it is. It's definitely not me. Um, That's true. You're last not drinking ta- anymore, so it can't be your fault. Yeah, it definitely can't be. Uh, last time there was a thing, I was told explicitly it would be like a one-minute meeting to schedule another meeting in the future, and then that meeting got pushed. Um, But as of right now, it's looking like the day. Uh, Sriracha, you got any just... Like, is there anything you're looking forward to? I'm looking uh, forward. In the battle of sanctions. Oh, the sanctions? Well, I mean, you you know, just take it where you will. I cannot wait to see what's going on with Landau's ass. (laughs) This... 
But it's summertime in New York City, if no one knows. And it is hot. Oh, baby, it is summertime. So will he still have clown pants? Will his pants be too tight? Will you be able to bounce a quarter off of that sweet, tight Landau dick print? Will his young squire be there? What will he be wearing? Will he drive? Will he show up on a bike? Will we end up on the same subway car with Landau? I'm so interested. What can I get land out of sign? Do you think? Um, that's a really good question. You want you can get him to sign a copy of my book, Tours for Cheap, available now on Amazon.com. He probably won't do it, right? No, he probably won't. What's the most ironic? Wait, <sighs> what if you got him to sign your AA one month sobriety chip? Well, I definitely don't have one of those. But if I did, but, that would but be you know how easy. We can get one of those by Monday. Those are always for sale on eBay. For some reason, uh, alcoholics, sometimes they go back to drinking. Um, yeah, there's got to be a way. Or, or like, oh, wait, didn't the guy that runs Alcoholics Anonymous, like, write a book, like, called, like, Beating Addiction or something? That book. Oh, that'd be funny. Let's just get him to sign yeah. a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, that's better. And then we get a bottle of Jack Daniels. Okay. I have a silver Sharpie. We have a bottle of Jack, right? Uh, we can have one in thirty seconds. What was that? But what was that whiskey you just bought the other night? Uh, that was uh, Seagram Seven. Oh, okay. Isn't that? Huh, Seagram Seven is more appropriate because it's what an alcoholic would drink. Yeah. Because Jack is too expensive for an alcoholic, but Jack is so funny though. Oh. Okay. How about this? Let's bring both and ask him to sign whichever one he feels is funniest. Yeah. Why don't we? We and we promise that we'll let him lick the <laughs> rim of the bottle if he does. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. I forgot all about the young squire. I forgot that when we saw Landau last, he had like a fourteen-year-old. He had like the page master with him, and he, lo- he had like. Macaulay Culkin from the Page Master. Yeah, and that kid was like six feet taller than him, too. He is so mm-hmm. short. Landau is so short. Which honestly explains his, as Jordan Greenberger put it, barking sanctions motion. <laughs> like, barking. little guys always, they always big up. Like, I remember every time I read any communication from Landau, you know, and most of them would private communication. I would always be like, why is this? I think this guy's trying to convince himself that he's a tough guy. You know what I mean? But like, it is just so clear that like, this is a person with no confidence or ability. Cause like, if you had confidence and ability, you wouldn't put exclamation marks in your legal writings. All bark and no bite. Know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, I do know. I do know nah, what you I mean. mean. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landau's a fucking skis. He looks like Robbie Rotten still. F. <laughs> looks like Robbie Rotten, but with more cancer. <laughs> okay, I'm going to point this out to you. I really wish that you had never taught me who Robbie Rotten was. I had no idea who Robbie Rotten was. <laughs> Doesn't he then, look like Robbie Rotten? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. That is not what I disagree with you about. <laughs> um, but when we went to court for the first time originally, which was back in May of 2018... Sriracha's so like, he looks like Robbie Rotten. He looks like Robbie Rotten. And I'm like, who, who the hell are you talking about? Then I Google the guy. Then I get really into Robbie Rotten, unironically. I'm like, I like this actor. I think this actor is really funny. I'm looking at all the Robbie Rotten gifts and like these little funny clips where people are turning like Robbie Rotten into songs. 
And then the poor guy develops cancer and is taken from us. And it's like, Sriracha, it's your fault that I'm sad now. I'm sorry. It is my fault. I'm not going to even argue with that. I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay, good. Wow. I got this great new artist I want to introduce you to. His name is Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard somebody tell me the other day that... Our or my ver- generation's version of 9/11 is Michael Jackson dying. Like, do you remember where you were when Michael Jackson died? Because I do. God, no. Uh, like, Michael Jackson was a much bigger deal for my generation than your generation. Because in my generation, Michael Jackson was like on an episode of The Simpsons. We would all go play the Michael Jackson video game uh, Moonwalker at the arcade. We would watch. Like, he had, like, some HBO special that was, like, one of the most watched things in history for, for boomers. Really? Um, but I don't remember where he was because, like, well, I guess we also saw his rise and then we, the boomers, saw his fall. So when he eventually, like, passed away due to painkillers, we were all like, yeah, that makes sense. But I guess that must have shattered your guys' innocence. You guys must never have seen it coming. No, uh, and it was a big freaking deal. Like, I don't think anybody really – because I was – pretty young i was not young but i was probably like a teenager or something and yeah no i remember being a big fucking deal and not really caring sorry michael jackson the big deal for my generation that i think your generation will never actually understand and every time i tell this to a zoomer they think i'm kidding we watched the verdict to the oj simpson trial in the school auditorium what the oj simpson trial was so important to the culture at the time. I mean, there wasn't like an internet. There wasn't like, like all there was was your TV and it was called like the trial of the century. And it was like, everybody cared about it so goddamn much that when finally the guilt or innocence verdict came in, the whole school filed into the auditorium. One tiny little TV on a TV cart uh, showed 500 people, the verdict. And then I remember when he was found innocent all the kids cheering and hollering. Oh, and going no. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. There were literally two African-American kids in my 500-person school. But I guess just... I mean, I liked him from the Naked Gun movies. I was like, yeah, Nordberg, go, Nordberg, go. Uh, only the real ones will know what I'm talking about there. Only the real ones. But, but I mean, at the time... I don't know. I think, like, I think everybody dumb just agreed he was innocent, and nobody's dumber than high school kids. Yeah, uh, I guess. I remember the Um, Casey Anthony trial, but that was pretty funny. I don't remember. Is that the girl who murdered her roommate? No, that was the girl that murdered her kid. Oh, God. Allegedly. Well, I mean, was she found guilty? No. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. She killed her kid that allegedly uh, dumped her body in the middle of the woods or something. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, hey, remember earlier today when you told me, hey, Steris, remember that this is a comedy podcast. Don't bring up anything too dark or real. You started about Robbie Redden's cancer. You started with that. No, you I literally said. I mean, it's been You literally joke. said Landau has more cancer than Robbie Redden does. Well, anyway, speaking of things that are a joke, Maddox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is he going to be there? So, Let's take bets. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's. I don't think he can afford to fly in. I absolutely don't. I'm gonna tell you guys stuff. I'm gonna tell you guys the things I don't know right now. I don't know if Mannix has a lawyer. Um, he doesn't in the system, like in the in the New York State legal filing computer, the Computron, the the Justice Five Thousand. He is currently marked as unrepresented. Um, last I knew. He had a couple of lawyers from the business law firm dot com. Jason LeBeau. <laughs> Jason LeBeau from the business law firm dot com. But what I am told, not, no, not what I'm told, because this wasn't, not, nothing I'm going to say was told to me by Jordan Greenberger. This is all stuff that's just been told to me by other lawyers. Allegedly. Because, yeah, allegedly. And I'll tell you why. I cannot afford to talk to Jordan Greenberger more than is absolutely necessary. Yeah. Every time I send that guy an email, it costs $35 because he charges $400 an hour and he charges by 11th of an hour. So 400 divided by 11 is 35. Okay. I'm going to um, check Maddox's yeah? Instagram to see where he is, but you keep going. Okay. You do that. Um, but another lawyer told me that one of the reasons why the businesslawfirm.com may not want to be on record as his legal counsel is that they may not want to be legally liable for potential malpractice in the future. Ooh, that's spicy. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Mannix, Mannix is so, his case is so fucked that a lawyer won't even admit to representing him. Hmm, well, it looks like 50. Oh, oh, wait, why am I looking so early? He, he still's got plenty of time to fly in. Weekend Yeah, flights. I mean, it's only Saturday. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's got till, he's got till Monday. Um, the best case scenario uh, is that I am awarded all of my legal fees back and then some from a mixture of Kevin Landau and Maddox. Ideally, the court finds both of them guilty and is like, Maddox, you owe this guy this much money. Landau, you owe this guy this much money, because then that is debt that is technically owed to the courts, and if you don't pay that debt, you can be held in contempt of court. Funny. Um, yeah. So if you are, and again, this is all hypothetical, but hypothetically, if you're a lawyer who practices and lives in New York City, I can imagine that owing money to the courts and being held in contempt of the place you work that may not be a very positive thing. I don't. What do you think, Sriracha? Um, I think that because New York is very, very easy for both of them to get to, <laughs> they should have absolutely no financial burden to pay off these debts. Because you know, it's just like it's like me walking down to the grocery store that's close to my apartment. It's easy. It's quick. And the only thing you really have to worry about is the fees. I can Im imagine any possible reason why Maddox might have to not be in this courtroom on Monday. He even said well, it mean, himself. He, it's a very convenient yeah. forum for him. Yeah, he said it's a very convenient forum for him. He uh, he says he regularly conducts business in New York, as does his co-plaintiff, Jane Doe. So, you know, if they're not there, it's it's almost as if they were trying to mislead the court, hypothetically. Yeah, you know, that would be pretty, that'd be pretty sketchy to not, I can't imagine, and I don't know why they wouldn't sue in California. I didn't, it's a, me, me, I'm a big old dummy. I'm not a businessman, but I, I see him living in California. I'm thinking, hey, Mally, maybe California's more convenient for you. But it turns out, no, I don't know shit my ass from a hole in the ground. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't. New York. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why somebody would would sign a, a legal document, an affidavit, claim, claiming that they regularly conduct business in New York, file legal papers 
under signature and penalty of perjury that New York is the most convenient forum, unless it was. So I think we're fine. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? You could just lie on a court document? That's I mean, that's illegal. Nobody can do yeah. that. Yeah, it's uh, it's perjury. It's misleading the courts, and the courts uh, are known to frown upon such matters. So idea, like, I don't want to get into this too deep because because uh, on the loudest podcast live from New York. We will tell you everything that happened. Every single thing. I will tell you about every muscle I can see in Landau's ass. His tight, sweet ass. I will be taking incredibly copious notes. I will be doing my best to get a full court transcript by Friday. I don't know. Don't count on it. But there are rush fees and things that you can pay to get these things. Um, so so uh, Friday... Jan- uh, Friday, June 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Magnet Theater, me and Sriracha will be doing a live show, and you can get tickets at boomerversuszoomer.com. It's going to be good. It's going to be so much fun. Bring your birds if you have birds. <laughs> yes, bring your birds if you have they birds. They are welcome. Um, now, listeners, you might be wondering, why can you go to boomerversuszoomer.com to see an episode of The Loudest Podcast? Well, just real quick... In case you're not up on it, and and Sriracha, I promise I will try to be no, fast ahead, about this. Mumkey um, Jones is not doing super well right now uh, with his health, uh, his mental health, and his physical health. The other day, he texted me like, he's like, I'm losing a pound a day of weight, which is terrible. Jealous. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I thought you'd be jealous. <laughs> I tried to make a joke out of it. I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, you're getting ripped, bro. You're getting all cut up, fam. Hell yeah, washboard abs time. And then really, I'm just like, please go, please, please, please go to, to please go to the doctor, please. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, monkey is not doing super great. Um, this is this all stemmed from you know a video he made a, a couple of weeks ago uh, where he admitted to being unfaithful to his amazing girlfriend sheepover one of the coolest girls i've ever met and he talked about how he cheated on her a bunch because and he was incredibly depressed when he lost his youtube channel and he just started like trying to destroy his own life i know what that's like i've been there too like i've I've been at that point where you are so upset and you are in such mental crisis that you just start acting out and raging and hurting the people who are trying to help you. Like, it's not cool and he should not be excused for it. And if you're disappointed in him, you have every right to be disappointed in him. But I don't I also don't think that he woke up one morning and was like, Ah, what a what a perfect morning to destroy my relationship with both my girlfriend and my and my friends. Ah, uh, the girlfriend who supports me emotionally and and who lives with me. It's time to screw that up, and then it's time to yell at all my buddies. Like, I don't think this guy's in his right mind. Um, again, not trying to excuse it. You have every right to feel whatever way you want to feel about whatever. Like, please don't. You know, I'm not here to, to to preach about that shit. But anyway, so way back when he dropped that video talking about how he was like suicidally depressed, um, 
I, t- I called him and I texted him right away and I was like, hey, why don't we take a little break from the last podcast so you can get yourself together so you can move out of your place with sheep and so you can find your own apartment. I suggested that he live near his parents in Iowa because it's, I mean, I'm here with my parents right now because it's really nice to have the support of people who love you when you're going through stuff. Um, you know, I visit my parents a lot. And I reach out to them a lot. Um because they're the only people in the world who have to put up with your bullshit by law. Um, you know, I suggested that he find some doctors that he trusts and likes talking to. You know, it's not easy to find good mental health. It takes a while. So I was like, yeah, start calling doctors now so you can, you know, find one that you like. Because as we talked about last week, you know, it's very easy to find a shitty therapist. Like, it's hard to find a good one. So, um, so... You know, he wanted to get back to work right away. He was like, I want to start taping the Boomer versus Zuber tonight. And I was actually too busy to like, I was really busy with my temp job. Um, but you know, I, I would call him up and I'd be like, are you sure you want to get back to work on this? Are you sure you want to start making comedy again? Maybe you want to take a break from the internet and get your head out of the oven. That is the goddamn internet. And you know, kind of like how a, lobster in a pot doesn't know they're boiling until it's too late i don't think the guy realized how deep of a mental crisis he was in until that video dropped on him that some guy made and uh and so finally he was like yes we should take a break from boomer versus zoomer while i get myself together and i was like yeah that's a great idea monkey i wonder who suggested i didn't say that (laughs) i was i was like yes i do think that's a great idea monkey and um I don't, Sur- Sriracha, I- I'm sorry, I-, I just talked a bunch. Uh, did you want to say anything? Oh, no, I think moving back to Iowa is a good idea. Yeah, um, so me and Mumkey had a big tour planned. We were going we to do New York, Philadelphia, uh, uh, Boston, New Jersey, Chicago, Detroit, Montreal, uh, Toronto, Miami, Orlando, uh, Austin, and Houston. I had spent I spent months uh planning this tour. I rented a bunch of venues. Um and uh I, I sp- I've already spent money on travel. Other people have spent money on like hotel rooms and flights to come in for the tour. Um but I think that Monkey should really put his search for health and stability first. Um And he is very complicit in this. Like it was not your idea. To oh no no he texted no thank you for saying he texted me and was like I can't do the tour I just can't yeah so if you're sitting and- there thinking oh Sirius is trying to shove his stupid annoying girlfriend into everyone's face listen back me up on this he specifically asked me to do it instead of him well well y- well you know yeah I'm, I mean I'm actually I'm getting to that um yeah yeah but th- but thank you for pointing that out so Monkey was like I can't do the tour I can't do the tour um. So, 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 so he, he was like, can you please ask Sriracha to do the tour? Can you please ask Sriracha to do the tour? And like, my first reaction was like, Sriracha has her own life. Like, I don't know that she can, I don't know that she can do it. She has a day job. <laughs> like, she, she probably had vacation plans and things like that. Like, Sriracha is not just like a robot you could activate. Um, yeah, yeah. So Monkey asked Sriracha if she could take over. Um, we're, checking it out with her schedule but as of right now sriracha will at least be at the new york show this friday night um i've done a lot of stand-up and one person shows in my life so i feel 
pretty confident that I can just entertain people for an hour. Um, you know, uh, I've wanted to put together a one man show about the lawsuit forever. So like this might be the time that I just roll it out. Um, uh, but we'll see um, if Sriracha is available. I'd love to do episodes of the loudest podcast at these tour dates. And then, you know, uh, we're doing a couple of shows in June. Then, But the next shows after that are at the end of July. So hopefully by that point, Monkey's got his stuff together and he feels stable and he's surrounded by some doctors that he trusts. And then maybe he can join us for the Florida shows. And then maybe after that, you know, we're going to go to Texas in the early, in early August and we're going to go to Canada in late August. Like, yeah, maybe he'll be back for those. Um, but Sriracha, you're invited to do all of the shows, regardless of whether or not he's here. Um, you know, if he's back, then we'll do a three person show. And if he's not, it'll just be you and me. And we can um, all go to Harry Potter World after the Orlando show. I would love to go Yo, to Harry Potter World. I am buying us tickets. Oh, I'm not buying them. I got to send uh, your mom money to get them for us yeah because my mom has the florida resident discount yeah uh-huh we gotta get oh my god i'm so excited to go to harry potter world i'm gonna buy a 50 dollars harry potter robe and wand and i'm gonna drink butter beer and i'm gonna get fucked up out of my mind to probably scare some kids they sell like a 40 dollar wand and a 70 dollar wand <laughs> the 40 they both look cool but the 70 dollar wand you can point it at certain things in Harry Potter world and they will react to it. No like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's like a bookstore or something. And then when you, when you move your wand in a certain pattern, the books all start like flapping and shit. I'm so excited. Oh my God. This is going to be even better than I thought. I am so excited. I don't even like Harry Potter. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie except that one we watched in that shitty hotel room. I, uh, coincidentally, when we were going down to visit uh, <laughs> Monkey Jones. Because of what Asperger, because of the bullshit Asperger yeah. pulled. Yes. He's fucking a wife beater Asperger. <laughs> yeah, that guy's had that guy's had quite the year. Like, what? okay, so his YouTube channel gets taken away from him, which is, I mean, I can relate to like losing your career at the stroke of a pen. I mean, especially because I still strongly believe that somebody mass reported him a bunch. Um, you know, just like uh, someone else we know might have been reported. Um, then uh, then his friend calls him and says, my other friend is is assaulting me and I'm afraid he's going to kill me. So then Monkey and Sheep call the police. And now the girl and the guy, uh, uh, Asperger and uh, Jackie, both hate him and are going after him. And coincidentally, like a day or two after that that happened uh the whole police thing monkey jones's real name got leaked on the internet like it, it's a crazy what what weird timing yeah who could have possibly be behind that yeah i have, I have no idea and then um and then you know so like monkey loses his best friend monkey's accused of like Monkey's accused of terrible things by the girl whose life he tried to save. Monkey loses his channel, which is like the dream of every... He was on YouTube for 10 years until he finally made it big. And like this dream that these kids are fed is if you work hard enough, you can become a YouTube star. And then that just got taken away is from him. the American dream? Do they teach that in schools? <laughs> I mean, didn't they teach that to you? Zoomers? Like, didn't you watch shows like iCarly where it's like, you can be an internet star with your friends? It's true. It's what Hunter S. Thompson. That's what Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. The desert is actually your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, 
I I think that I think that might be it for this week's episode of the Last Podcast. Sorry to not end on like a super funny note, but that is like the real stuff that is happening in our lives. Uh, the battle of sanctions will be on Monday. In the perfect world, I will be reimbursed for all legal fees and then some. Um, the tour is still happening. Monkey may be there or may not. Sriracha may be on these tour dates or may not. Uh, I will definitely be there. Oh, and if anybody wants a refund, I will immediately give you a refund uh, via PayPal. Like, it's it's not a big deal at all. Like, if you're some guy who is a crazy Monkey Jones fan and now the Monkey's not, m- might not be there, you want your money back, like, yeah, it, it's not a big deal. Just email me at asterios.coconos at gmail.com. No questions asked. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. It's, 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 it's your money. Take it back. Especially um, if you're a gay. It's gay pride month. <laughs> Bringing it back. All right. So anyway, that's what's going on with the tour. That's what's going on with Monkey Jones. That's what's going on with Boomer versus Zoomer. Um, switching gears. I know a great way to uh, to maybe bring some hilarity back into this show. Already. How about another? How about another classic? Funny texts to Asterios. Uh, <laughs> bye. Anytime you want to text me or call me, you can call me at three four seven. 705-7617. All right. This funny text to Asterios comes from a listener in Detroit. He writes, you should ask Sriracha what she thinks of people saying the word meh in conversations or posting it in threads. I feel like that might trigger some hilarity. What do you think of the word meh, um, Sriracha? First of all, triggers some hilarity like I'm a gumball machine. <laughs> you put enough quarters in it, eventually you get the little sparkly one that gets you a free slice of pizza. <laughs> what do you mean meh? Okay, so you, I, I grew up in a time, I grew up in the crazy wild west of the internet, which was early 2000s, and back in the day we used to have something called Leet Speak. <laughs> do you remember that? Of course they do. L33T speak. Yes. And what lead speak was is basically uh, talking like a dummy, like a big, big, dumb word I can't say <laughs> on the Internet. And what people would do, they'd be like, I'm going to meh boyfriend's house. Jimmy, rar, X3, nuzzles, pounces on you. Ooh, woo. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oh my god. That I hate. But you know what? Just saying meh as in like, how do you feel about this place? And it's meh. I feel very meh about this. You're trying to trigger me. I'm not triggered. But that first one, man, that gets my fucking goat. No, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Emo kids, you fucking emo kids. Oh, I got bullied for being... They want to make it like a minority now. They want to be like... They see all these people be like, yeah, I brought sushi to lunch when I was in elementary school, and you guys called it gross, and now you're all eating sushi. Yeah, it's almost like when you grow up, your tastes change, and you're not making fun of people. For things that you know they can't control. It's almost like kids are dicks and pick on someone who stands out. But no, emos want to co-opt that. And they're like, oh, I got bullied for being emo. No, you didn't get bullied for being emo. You got bullied because you barked at Hot Topic employees. And you stopped in the middle of the hallway to hiss at people. And you painted your nails with Sharpie. That's why you got bullied. You didn't get bullied because you were emo. You got bullied because you were jackass. Wow. Once again, funny text from Stereos produces some amazing results. I'm riled up. I'm riled up now. You remember those kids? Did you have those or was that after your time? 
We did not have. We had goths. We did not have emo kids. <laughs> I don't even think we had emo kids. I think we had pseudo emo, just like annoying anime theater kids. They were all into anime. They were all into theater, and they would all draw all over their notebooks like these disgusting, putrid little anime characters with gigantic eyes, and all of them had their arms behind their back because nobody could draw hands. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great. No, no, unfortunately, we, I first learned about what emo was in college when my friend when my friend explained to me that the emo girl on our floor kept leaving her quote two-tone creepers in front of his dorm room door and he kept get he kept almost tripping over her emo shoes. Um I still don't know what two-tone creepers are. I thought they were those checkerboarded kids, but I guess that's a ska thing, right? What? I've never heard that. I just thought they were ugly shoes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't know either. I have no idea either. Um, we did not have. We did not really have emo kids. I was in college told about something called screamo, which I've never heard. I don't really know what it is, but I think it might be my favorite kind of music I've ever heard. We could get you some screamo. Okay. All right. Good. It's like a- what if this year. Oh, sorry, my home phone is ringing. What if this year I get into Screamo? What if I become the Screamo guy? Screamo is just heavy metal music with sad undertones. Like, <gasps> I want to kill myself. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. R.I.P. Right. One... <laughs> oh, my God. All right. One more thing. One more title we have here. Uh, you made me write this down when you were drunk. Okay. Uh, you, you told me to add this to the loudest podcast pre-production document you told me to write down things that sriracha thought were normal in college but actually turned out to be kind of gay oh yeah this is perfect for gay pride month so um serios when we were we were drunk i we were not drunk i was drunk you were maintaining your sobriety uh so i was talking to somebody i was talking to somebody of everybody who doesn't know i went to a uh, mostly mostly female high school i had a few stray uh, male grad students but the entirety of undergrad women's women's college right so i found out today did you guys not have nap dates when you were in college we no uh we did Uh-oh. not have nap dates um the fact that you're calling them dates and may not realize that there may be some kind of lesbian undertones to it is troubling at best. There's it's nothing fucking gay. But, so I was talking to my IRL friend the other day, and uh, she said something. She, I was she's dating a new guy, right? So she says, I, I, I was like, well, did, how many dates have you gone on? How's this relationship going? She's like, oh, I went over to his house the other week, and I said, oh, did you did you do it? Did you have sex? And she says, no, we ended up watching Netflix, cuddling, and then fall asleep on his bed, and I was like, oh, like a nap date in college, and she said, what? <laughs> it's like, you didn't do that? You didn't, like, after class, you would go up to your friend, and you'd be like, hey, you wanna just, hey, I'm tired, you wanna take a nap? If <laughs> you're like, yeah, and then you'd go back to one of your dorm rooms, and just, it wasn't a gay thing, it was just like cuddling and going to sleep. And then my other friend is like, what the fuck? No, I did not ever do that. And I'm like, shit, am I gay? (laughs) Well, you have been saying the phrase, I'm gay, for about four years now. Um, Do you remember that time that me and you and and, uh, I don't want to say her name, uh, 80s girl went to a strip club? Clear as a fucking bell. I will never forget the humility I experienced on that night. 
Yeah, um, Peach and Keon Magania were also yeah, there. Yeah, and Keon wore a tuxedo or something. It was bizarre. Yeah. It was a bizarre yes. evening. Yes, do Keon you remember always. That? Yes, of course I do. Keon has this thing <laughs> where he is always saying, "Like I'm at a formal event, so." I'll be there, but then I have to go to a formal event, so I'll be in my tuxedo. And it's like, that guy Keon, is awesome. look, look, I love Keon Magania. No one loves Keon Magania more than me. Keon, you do not have to wear the tuxedo. You want to wear the tuxedo. And it's okay. It's okay to want to wear a tuxedo. It's okay to be the tuxedo guy. How often do you have events where you have to pull out a tuxedo? Like, oh my God, can I please just wear a suit? I have no- These dry cleaning bills are killing my family. I can't. I mean, I assume that's why he has to be a high-priced lawyer for his constant tuxedo maintenance costs. Um... But yeah, but yes, he was there in a tuxedo because he was like, I had just come from a formal event. And it's like... And then immediately go okay. to a strip club. God is watching you, Keon <laughs> You know, it's like you could take the jacket off. You could uh, You have a car. It's Los Angeles. You know, you could have a button-up plaid in the back of your car. Anyway, Keon, yes, yes, you have to wear a tuxedo. Sure. And um, But anyway, they, 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 they were like, all right. We want to pay for a private dance for you and Sriracha. And I was like, no, no, no. Sriracha, you take this one all by yourself. That's incredibly gay of you. <laughs> well, because I wanted to see. Cause, because literally, you would say the phrase, I'm gay hundreds of times a week. And I still do. What's the question? I, and you still do. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, let's see if she's memeing about this or if I can... Or if this dance will unlock a secret side of her that she did not realize she had. And then would you care to explain what happened next? Uh, It was the most awkward 20 minutes of my life. I hate everyone involved. Everyone that was there that night is still on my shit list because of that. It was so bad and weird. Why do men like that? That is disgusting. It is so weird. It is so weird. And it's... It was weird. It was weird and gross, okay? It was weird and gross, and I did not like it, and I don't want to do it again. (laughs) Okay, yes. So, so in closing, when you continue to say the phrase, I'm gay, what you are actually doing is just turning gay people's entire culture into a joke because you're not gay because when we gave you a lap dance you thought everybody, it was super okay, everybody gross hear this. a stereo uh, wins again that's it for this week's episode of the loudest podcast next week we will tell you what happens in the battle of sanctions thanks so much and don't forget there's a brand new episode of the one of the one minute D on patreon.com Stereos. Next Stereo week, Christery is coming people. out. It is the first in our multi-part series women. about Christine Weston Chandler. <laughs> Thank you so much, Patreon.com. Stereos. Talk to you next people. week. <laughs>